Blog Talk Radio. Controversial conservative talk show host the left hates. Romeo Hill. On The Romeo Show. Call in now at 516-666-9806. And it all starts now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Romeo Show. Again, we enjoy having conversation with you. So if you would like to join the most hated, controversial talk show out there that the liberal Please give us a call as we would say at 516-606. And this little midnight special will not be broadcast live on my YouTube channel tonight. So there will be no YouTube tonight for that. But we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Guten Morgen for all my German fellow Germans out there. We know that a lot of Germany's listening, and we would like to have them maybe at one point in time give us a call and think about what's going on about Joe Biden. And for Joe Biden, we noticed that China has been listening to us a little bit. Uh, yeah, but real quick, before we always get into this, I got to welcome my friend Scott to the show. Thank you, Scott, for joining me on this late night escapade. How are you doing, my man? Oh, good, good. We're going to have to retitle the show, The Romeo Show, uh, in uh, blog talk and so on, and I'll do that or you do it or whatever. But, you know, after the t- relative tons of people listening and downloading the show uh, from la- yesterday on rightwingmedia.net, um, I mean, we ought to just give you the entire week. I don't know. Wow, that that. Man, I feel honored, but I don't want to take it away. But anyway, so again, this is the most controversial, the most hated conversation show the left could ever hear. Scott, your mic's hot, by the way. There we go. Okay. This is the most hated talk show that the left hates. But speaking of China and Ni Hao... To everyone in China, which means hello in Chinese. Okay. I do I do speak a little Chinese, so ni hao, and um, hope everyone has a good evening. So let's get into the straight. So here's the thing. Speaking of China, let's talk about this. Biden administration looks to set up red phone to China's emergency communication. This is coming from CNN. So of course, Chicken Noodle News may not be honest about this. But let's take a quick peek into Communist News or China News Network. I mean, by Communist News Network, if you will, pardon the pun. Washington, CNN, the Biden administration is examining the possibility of setting up a new emergency hotline. Oh, gee. I mean, why couldn't they have a sex line or something like that for China? But with the Chinese government... Go ahead. 
I was just going to say, why not? I mean, it's like the old uh, comedian Tom Lehrer used to uh, joke about the Chinese uh, women, especially. They come up to your knees, they aim to please, uh, etc. You know, so the, some, the Chinese well, women are very careful. beautiful. We do got to be careful, Scott, because we do have China listening. So I don't want to oh. have to have this cut out. But here's the article says, the Chinese government, similar to the so-called Red Fang established between the U.S. and Soviet Union during the Cold War, which allowed for direct communication with the Kremlin as a way to avert nuclear war. I think, honestly, here's my opinion, you guys. I'm going to go through this real quick. I think that China wants to do something because they've already created the Wuhan virus. It is not created from a... Or excuse me, a bad. It's allegedly. We're going to use the word allegedly here because we still don't know if there's applicable evidence leaning towards a bat or towards a lab. But there are rumors that it has come from a lab. So the Wuhan virus. Well, I guess you know what. Let's not beat around the bush tonight. It came from the lab. You you got to be dumb well, if you don't think it came from the lab. But, well, you know, they're actually backpedaling right now. They're saying uh, they're concentrating on the Wuhan uh, wet food market as being a super spreader location slash event. And they're not talking so much as how did the virus get there, whether it was a bat or a person anymore. Well, I I kind of disagreed that it was not from a bat. I think it was from the lab. But while the concept is still in its infancy, it yet to be formally raised with the Chinese, Biden administration wants to develop a rapid communication tool. Well, of course, you know why Biden wants to do this? It's simple. And I'll give you missiles. No, 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 no. It's more simple than no. that. Oh, really? Yes. Biden basically is giving the U.S. to China on their lap. They're dropping us on their laps, making it easy for anything and everything to possibly happen to us. We've already been attacked by the Wuhan virus, which we know is complete bogus. We know that it is not the mask that you typically see the sheep wear is not going to help them. That's the worst you can wear for having the Wuhan virus be a worry for them. But we should be more worried about the fact that China, like you said, Scott, has nuclear vessel. I mean, nuclear whistle. The thing, you know, come on, yeah. man, the hell egg. I mean, let's be honest here, folks. Joe Biden wants communication just so that he can try to instigate more problems with China. And I think this is technically a risk. This is a president who does not know when to shut up and when not to do things. And this president is going to start a war with China. And obviously, China knows better than to want to get into war with us because they know that if they do it, we'll be wiped clean. Or could there be a possibility that there could be boots in the ground. China doesn't know what could the U.S. will do. could be worse than Biden running it. It could. Uh, what if you have as the uh, uh, the press secretary, Jen Psaki, uh, as the uh, 
putting in the calls, the operator. Well, he's going to be telling you this, but we won't tell you anything else. And, you know, I mean, she could be the operator. I mean, wouldn't that be awful? I, I think it's already awful that Kamala Harris is allowing this to happen. I think it's bad that both of it. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, Scott. Let's quit monkeying around here and let's read the rest of Chicken Odo News Network's article. So while the concept, again, you know, a hotline to Beijing would let President Joe Biden or top officials of international security immediately send encrypted phone calls or messages. Okay, this right here does to me sound like a big problem. First of all, mm-hmm. why would Biden want to send any encrypted messages to China? What what are they going to do? Order takeout food? I, I mean, I, I hope to God they're not going to be ordering sushi and, and cream of some young guy or something like that. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why would they have secret messages? Here's the reason why, oh, that's folks. Easy. Yes, it is. And I'm going to tell you, here's because Biden wants to be able to play the game where he pokes at China, and then when China says, hey, knock it off, or we're going to punch you. And Biden keeps poking China, and then China keeps saying, you keep messing with us, you end up getting punched. And then China's going to punch us. Because Biden doesn't want to take accountability for the fact that what he's doing is he's able to start a nuclear war, and mm-hmm. it's encrypted. So the government cannot decrypt it unless they know how to decrypt this. There's no way that we can figure out what Biden is saying, whether it's hostile or whether it's un- a non-conflict way. And God forbid if Biden ever does have the weapon, weapon, God forbid that this ever would happen, Biden is going to screw America. You okay, Scott? (coughs) Yeah. Put me on mute. Mute. Scott, having a hairball. Let's get down to the uh, meat and potatoes here. So, how long to Beijing would allow Joe Biden's top officials. That even frightens me more. This is more frightening when Joe Biden's officials can get to this. Not only can Biden get to this, but his officials, oh, but it can get worse. Not only can they send encrypted phone calls, but messages as well. Well, again, I don't think Joe Biden's ordering sushi. I don't think he's ordering egg rolls. And I don't think he's ordering cow chicken. We know that for darn sure. There's no way he's ordering cow chicken. This is terrible. And President, uh, whatever his name is, or according to two sources, for example, urgent information could be shared about sudden military movement or warning messages. Here's the thing that I'm I'm going to get to. I don't think the fact of the matter of worrying about that Biden is incompetent to know what to do when this comes about. But the biggest 
problem and the biggest fresh fish that we're going to end up having to fry here is the fact that he's going to be able to know when the Asian Chinese military starts moving. That is scary. Because now Joe Biden has that information. Will he use that information for the good of the people or will he use it for the bad of the people? And here's my thing. I don't think Joe Biden, again, like I said, enough to know that this is bad. Because he's not competent enough to understand that if China decides to make a threatening move, But to share about sudden military movements, warning messages, send about cyber hacks. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't think Joe Biden is going to be worried much about China hacking. As much as Biden is going to be more worried about a bigger factor. Biden is going to have to worry more about the fact that China has nukes under their freaking thumb. I wouldn't worry about cyber attacks. When it comes down to China, with China, they're not going to be sending you little love letters. They aren't going to send love letters to America saying, well, dear America, we love you. Thank you for being awesome. No. They're going to literally blow us to kingdom come, people. And the idea of setting up a hotline Beijing dates back to at least Obama's administration. Well, of course. The Democrats want this. This is what the Democrats want. The Democrats want this. The Democrats want to be able to communicate with our enemies. Now, there's possible more than one reasoning to this. And I think this is more than enough sufficient evidence right now that we are holding that Joe Biden right now is a danger to America. Because he's able to contact China, and as incompetent as he is, I don't think what will come out of his mouth is ni hao, or a friendly conversation. You have the Romeo Show. We will be right back after this brief message. We will take a call. If you would like to join the most controversial, conversational journalist, talk show host around Please call me at 516-666-9806. We will be right back with The Romeo Show. They said meth would help me get through my exams. Totally safe. I could party all night. It would help me forget my problems. He said he'd love me forever. They said I wouldn't get hooked after the first hit.
lied. They lied. They lied. He lied. Find out the truth. The truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org. Drugfreeworld.org. According to the Oxford English Language Dictionary, cyberbullying is the use of electronic communication to bully a person, typically by sending messages of an intimidating or threatening nature. This definition doesn't differentiate about the age, education level, or even the emotional or experiential levels of a person receiving these types of words, images, or videos. Cyberbullying is bullying. And because the Internet travels across state lines, bullying someone online can be legally viewed as a federal offense. And based on the situation, cyberbullying can be remedied under civil or criminal law. And oftentimes, based on the actual and potential degree of harm, most U.S. states, Canadian provinces, and many countries have also made special efforts to address this growing issue. In fact, cyberbullying is often viewed as a form of criminal harassment. Research indicates that persistent bullying can lead to or worsen feelings of isolation, rejection, exclusion, and despair, as well as depression and anxiety, which can contribute to suicidal behavior. Interestingly, according to StopBullying.org, incidents of cyberbullying are often part of a complex interaction. While there might be one ringleader, bystanders may be involved as well. Usually, these accomplices can be legally viewed as being just as guilty as the principal person, or persons, who are committing unwanted aggressive behaviors online. If you or a loved one has been affected by cyberbullying, don't ignore it. Reach out to the platform that has hosted the cyberbullying exchange. These entities have the names, account information, times, and even the ISP addresses of those involved, and are able to take the appropriate action against those accused. This includes various sanctions from their business, including account termination. And while they have, and can use this user information to bring cyberbullying to a stop on their platforms once it's reported, you have the power before you even click for help. Don't try to fight cyberbullies alone, and don't empower them in allowing their attempts to ruin your life. Cyberbullying is bullying, and this online viciousness stops with you. Message from the Weird Media Network, Video Fun Southwest, RightWingMedia.net and the station. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the Romeo Show, and we are talking a lot tonight about this problem. Welcome to Chinese Communism. Oh, yes. Let's welcome to Chinese Communism 101. But also, here's the weird thing I'm, I'm noticing here. China is blocking most Western websites, so not guaranteed to get encrypted messages, which means probably not a very good plan for biting since China's doing that, but again... Look at the Chinese communists. Yeah, welcome to Chinese communists, folks. It's today's 101. Let's get Scott back in here. Scott, what what do you say about this? Well, first of all, I want to apologize. I'm out here in the... uh, I'm not in the usual studio. I'm out in the back, and uh, they're doing some renovation. And I just got a whiff of some paint thinner, and it just killed me. Uh, it must have been put out by the Chinese or Russians or something. No, seriously, I mean, that is an important point you brought up, that because Look at the a lot Chinese of Western Chinese. websites are hacked, exactly, or rather are being blocked, they could claim that they never got some important message from President Biden. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, it was blocked, you know. Well, 
that's why he's got to have a, a satellite dedicated hotline. And even with that, I don't trust uh, don't trust trust uh, the Chinese that much at all. Well, and you brought up a good point. Let me ask you a question: If the Chinese are not able to get somewhat of an encrypted message, then do you think that is a possibility that China could start going? Well, where's we never got a message, and that would be an all just one little excuse for them to have to push that button and boom, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ling- here's the thing uh, from. If you the way that a lot of people observe the Chinese leadership, especially not just the Chinese people, they are very clever at taking things from a literal standpoint to the nth degree. So, in other words, it's um, it's like here's an example. It's the old joke about the TV show director who was a tyrant, and he was having really bad day and he told the crew don't do anything else unless I tell you exactly to do it and so the crew decided to get him back they decided to distract him and uh, he told the camera to move one way (coughs) with him being distracted he didn't tell the camera to stop and so the camera guy moved the camera right into the set, costing him about half a day worth of work. And the director, the tyrant, came over to the camera guy and said, why did you not stop moving the camera? And you moved it right into the set. Why did you? Yeah, why did you do this? And the camera guy goes, I did exactly like you told me. You didn't tell me to stop. You know, that's what I can see the type of mindset the Chinese having. I, I mean, it sounds pathetic, but uh, polite to a fault, and the fault is never theirs. Well, let's just remember, Scott, you know, we're not talking to like a linguistic ventriloquist. China knows what they're doing. I'll say that five times fast. China Biden, what did you doing. say Biden? By, yeah, the Chinese know what they're doing, but I don't think, like you said, I would agree with you fully, Biden does not quite. He doesn't have, in fact, he's getting rid of a lot of the foreign policy gurus and academics that Trump brought in. And so far, uh, the mainstream media, unless you've seen otherwise, uh, are not going, well, so-and-so has a doctorate in such-and-such and and a master's in such... You're not hearing any dialogue like that that is glowing about these uh, new people being put in the National Security Council and so on. And that is almost as frightening as we're getting cronyism, as it's called, uh, bringing in more Democrats to replace Republicans. Is there a reason for it? No, just because they're Democrats. Well, let's say this. You have a chance of picking your nose and finding the biggest booger than hoping for Joe Biden to actually have a brain capacity to actually think about America. And as we said in our last mm-hmm. podcast, it's really incredible how like, Joe Biden has gotten so ahead of himself to now where he's literally asking – and I'm going to get into this right now real quick – so uh, then I want to hear your input here, Scott. Um, I want to know what the hell is going on with Biden? Why is Biden only allowing pre 
questioned or pre-checked questions in the media when Trump never had that at all. Trump never had that privilege, I guess you could call it, or that liberty of having pre-checked questions before he made a speech. But how come Princess Biden decided to get that? I, I guess I Chinese comment. Let's just say yeah. that. We can't I, trust Biden. He, his head is full of tapioca pudding, folks. He's got no brain. I, I wish I could sing that song, but if I only had a brain. Well, yeah. Biden probably does wish he only had a brain, but he probably wouldn't know what to do with it because at this point, we're obviously, we know what Biden's doing with it. He's leaving it at home. Right. Well, you're yeah. enough of a PR practitioner. You you can see the signs that are going on with this. Who is getting more visibility recently regarding how they are giving out messages? Chen Psaki. It is not Biden because he is a liability, like you're saying. And I think they are, like you've been saying, sheltering him uh, from the press and a lot of inquiry. Uh, when it comes to the way he speaks, uh, a lot of his rhetoric, a lot of his delivery is, I hate to say it, but ancient. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think so. Well, I, I do. Oh, I think so. And I, I would like to say this. So, the president is an utter moron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it goes perfectly well. Mr. President, you're an utter moron. I think the group yeah. the group that hired him needs to be fired as well. Because again, we're we're dealing with a bunch of income poops. These people have no idea how to tie their shoes, you know, take care of themselves get up in the morning and do their normal everyday thing, the mommy and daddy has to wipe them and take care of them and pat them. It feels like biting is being more babied, which, fine, if he wants to be babied, there's a nursing home open for him. And I'm sure they would love to have him, you know, free jello on Thursdays, bingo on Fridays, and naps on Saturdays. And extra medication on Sundays. And, you know, you'd have all the extra White House staff that would be drifting in to help out and so on. But it's seriously, like you're pointing out, and uh, by the way, for the Chinese listening, Chia Chen, for listening, which is thank you. Uh, But seriously, yeah. Um, You said it wrong. It's like, oh, well, sorry, my Mandarin is not up to date, but um, you know it, it's exactly like you're saying. And people don't want right now. I think people are beginning to be afraid of being let down anymore. There, in fact, it's sort of uh, an intellectual buyer's remorse. I think of where. A lot of the Democrats are, are beginning to go into the mode of thinking, 
well, maybe we could have done better with Trump. I really think that is beginning to come out as a thought process in the some of the, in, in more Democrats. I mean, the polls even uh, collaborate that. Well, and here's the thing before we go on speak real quick, I do want to mention this and I, you know, I have to say this, but the president is an utter moron. Do you have the Mojo show right now? If you would like to join the most controversial, the most hated talk show host by the left, join the conversation at 516-666-9806 and shia shia to all of our and uh, guten tag and danke for all the German listeners and for all the Indias. Well, uh, salam, I guess you would say in Hindi. But you have the Romeo show. We will be right back. I mean, you know, the thing. Uh, the the hairy leg. Anyway, I, I'm Joe Biden. I really don't know what I'm doing with the panel board. But we'll be back anyway. Stay tuned. Namaste. They said meth would help me get through my exams. Totally safe. I could party all night. It would help me forget my problems. He said he'd love me forever. They said I wouldn't get hooked after the first hit. They lied. They lied. He lied. Find out the truth. The truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org. Drugfreeworld.org. According to the Oxford English Language Dictionary, cyberbullying is the use of electronic communication to bully a person, typically by sending messages of an intimidating or threatening nature. This definition doesn't differentiate about the age, education level, or even the emotional or experiential levels of a person receiving these types of words, images, or videos. Cyberbullying is bullying. And because the Internet travels across state lines, bullying someone online can be legally viewed as a federal offense. And based on the situation, cyberbullying can be remedied under civil or criminal law. And oftentimes, based on the actual and potential degree of harm, most U.S. states, Canadian provinces, and many countries have also made special efforts to address this growing issue. In fact, cyberbullying is often viewed as a form of criminal harassment. Research indicates that persistent bullying can lead to or worsen feelings of isolation, rejection, exclusion, and despair, as well as depression and anxiety, which can contribute to suicidal behavior. Interestingly, according to StopBullying.org, Incidents of cyberbullying are often part of a complex interaction. While there might be one ringleader, bystanders may be involved as well. Usually, these accomplices can be legally viewed as being just as guilty as the principal person or persons who are committing unwanted aggressive behaviors online. If you or a loved one has been affected by cyberbullying, don't ignore it. Reach out to the platform that has hosted the cyberbullying exchange. These entities have the names, account information, times, and even the ISP addresses of those involved, and are able to take the appropriate action against those accused. This includes various sanctions from their business, including account termination. And while they have, 
and can use this user information to bring cyberbullying to a stop on their platforms once it's reported. You have the power before you even click for help. Don't try to fight cyberbullies alone, and don't empower them in allowing their attempts to ruin your life. Cyberbullying is bullying, and this online viciousness stops with you. Message from the Weird Media Network, Video Fun Southwest, RightWingMedia.net and the station. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the Rush Show, the most controversial show that you could ever find and the left hate. If you'd like to join the conversation, which we love to hear the conversation, as always, naysayers will always go on the top of our list, and we will leave the believers on the second we still love everyone equally. But the number here, if you would like to join the most controversial, the most hated talk show host by the left, join the conversation at 516-666-9806. And look at the Chinese communists. Uh, yes. But speaking of Chinese communists, Russia athletes are being told what to say if asked during Olympics? Huh? This is ludicrous. Oh well, of course it's not ludicrous because the the Russian government is ran by communism. So is China. So is R- Russia. I think Germany. I think some other countries are being ran by communist countries. And and this is the thing is that. Athletes are being told. They're not being asked, well, can you, instead of saying this, could you maybe, you know, be a little objective? I mean, not that we really have to worry about what you're saying that much, but a little objection kind of might be a good thing to have. Oh, they're saying, well, if you don't do it, then sign our adios. The door hit you, or the Lord hit you. That's all. Look at the Chinese communists. Yeah, of course, and of course, as always, we are here with my friend Scott Hum. Um, yes, that. What do you think about this whole Russia, Russia being part of the? Um, I'd like to say if Khabib uh, is listening, Allah and um, <laughs> greetings to my buddy. Uh, Khabib, who beat the Holy Women not out of Conor McGregor last year. Good job, Khabib, and congratulations on your retirement. But Scott, yeah. think about this. Well, it's basically they're telling them if you get questions that are controversial, especially aimed towards the United States, uh, to deflect them. And some of their uh, suggested answers are things like, uh, or statements like, well, we don't have issues like this in Russia. You'll have to ask uh, the people involved in the United States, etc. I mean, are we going to stick this article? Definitely. I forget where we saw it, but it, definitely stick it on the uh, rightwingmedia.net. You were talking about um, earlier, and I found this article. Uh, I think this is from Voice of America. Uh, and this is kind of frightening. It goes along with what you're saying. Biden's national security approach, this was about uh, two weeks ago, by the way, sees merger of foreign and domestic policy, which 
uh, just to quote a bit of the article, is essentially doing away with the traditional distinction between domestic policy and foreign policy when it comes to, yep, tackling threats to the country's security. Foreign policy is domestic policy, and domestic policy is foreign policy. Jake Aww. Sullivan, National Security Advisor, told a virtual audience. This is on the uh, 29th of January, so they've been working on this early, and it's continued. I mean, where they're trying to do two things, oddly enough, ironically enough, follow some of, uh, I was going to say Reagan's, uh, some of Trump's. The president uh, is an utter moron. Not Trump, but uh, uh, Biden, uh, but follow some of Trump's uh, past activities in bringing things together. But I think Biden's uh, case for doing this is going to be dangerous and also possibly limiting. Romy, and I'm curious what you think about this. It could possibly limit um, people's freedoms in the United States. I mean, imagine uh, the CIA and the FBI uh, teaming together to focus on citizens. You know, this week it's, you know, trying to encourage you to get a COVID shot. Who knows what it could be next week? Well, I mean, I'm going to tell you this right now since you're kind of running on my show here and you're, you're asking me these questions on my own show and I, I have a lot to talk about with it. I think, Mike, bro. Um, I think that the fact of this is, is that this is what is happening. The NWO, New World mm-hmm. Order. Mm-hmm. This is the New World Order, Execute Order 66. If you don't know that reference, that's the Star Wars reference by Senator Palpatine himself. I'm going to start calling Biden Senator Palpatine because he, he looks really old and, and decrepit and his face looks like a prune. But to be honest here, we already know that some of the police officers, and I'm not going to say all of them, I have respect, I back the six, the good police officers. But I think that when it comes down to it, there are going to be, I'm going to mute your mic here. Um, there are going to be certain situations where we are going to start seeing cops doing what the government wants. And the cops are not going to back down. But then we're also going to see some cops deflate this and deflect this by saying, no, we're not in Russia, we're not in Germany, you know, we're not back in the 1940s German Hitler era. We're not going to break any of the constitutional laws. So they're going to say, no, we're not going to break any constitutional laws. And by all means, they shouldn't. Some of them will. And we've started noticing. Like, I'm not going to talk about the George Floyd case because that has no meaning to it. That's a complete topic and contradiction in itself. But let's talk about the real thing here. The whole kit and caboodle that we can put this, we can unpackage this in, in a whole amount of time, and I don't want to, but I'm just going to unpackage this little half here. 
it is common to see communist countries starting to take away rights and freedoms and privileges that people have. It's not an uncommon practice to see that. Like Russia, we already know Russia does that. We've ever seen like Uganda, they were ran by the guerrillas. We've seen a lot of communist countries fall down under the communist rules and propaganda, and it's failed. It's never worked. It's never done them any good except, well, what happened? A whole bunch of people end up dead because of it. Less food for their family, less food for anybody. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, capitalism is the way to go. 100% capitalism. Capitalism, it's like a piece of pie, if you would imagine. There's a pie in front of you. So you want a slice of pie. I want a slice of pie. Everybody wants a slice of pie. So let's be like Oprah. You get a free pie. You get a pie. You get a pie. And you get a pie. And everyone, hell, look, everyone gets a pie today. That's what it, it capitalism basically is. It's like Oprah Winfrey giving away free pies. But when it comes to communism, well, you don't get a pie. You don't get a pie. You don't get a pie. But I get all of the pie. That's not fair. I want to hear what you have to say. What's your thought on this? Well, you've got a uh, a great example, and, and I think it's time for a shameless plug without giving away too much. But on your show next week, we're going to be able to talk to someone who had a direct experience with the police overreacting in the way the New World Order would want them to act. And um, when you hear the human dimension of how horrible this can be on individuals and families, uh, it it will strip away uh, Romeo reading the news and analyzing the news when you hear how it happens to a real person. And that's all I can really say right now. But, um, Romeo, I'm not looking forward to that. I am looking forward to that show, but at the same token, I'm not looking forward to it because I know that story already. Well, and I know that it's a, it's a hard field to swallow, if you'll pardon the expression, but, um, you know, this is what the police are doing. They're they're misbehaving, and and you know, there's the thing called accountability, and the the accountability should be that if a police officer uses a gun, they should be under investigation to figure out why did that police officer use a gun. Why did that police officer end up arresting this person? Police have to be held accountable. Just because they think that they have a badge, a gun, a taser, and a black belt that holds their pant, their britches up every day because of the donuts that some of them probably have eaten, does not give them the excuse to arrest somebody for probable cause. 
it gives him no excuse whatsoever. Am I right or wrong, guys? You're definitely right. Romeo, I've got to apologize and bow out for the uh, this evening. Um, feeling a little bit under the weather, so I'm going uh, well, to we'll talk to tomorrow, tomorrow better. Okay, but I, uh, I'm i going to have to uh, give you a call tomorrow, but I'm I'm just a little under the weather right now. All right, I hope you're feeling good. Okay. Well, and ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining the episode. We will see you next time. Stay safe. Love you guys, and God bless you all.